Hi guys, welcome to Uncomfortable. The goal here is to have honest conversations about the issues dividing America. And great news for you listeners, all of our episodes are now available on the TuneIn app. All the episodes available there five days early. So download the TuneIn app and listen for free. Hey guys, it's Amna, the host of Uncomfortable. And Alyssa, the producer of Uncomfortable. So this is a week where we're going to look back at the last week's episode, address some of your questions, comments, and feedback, and then give you a preview of what's coming up ahead. Right. So last week we had Feru Sa join us in studio. Um, she is running for a congressional seat in the 11th district in Michigan. Um, and she stands, if elected, to be the first Muslim-American woman elected in Congress. That's right. She has a road ahead of her, to be sure. She's got a, another Democratic opponent in a primary in August. But so far, uh, she's been polling well. She's been fundraising well. And like we mentioned, she could make a really big historic step if she actually wins. And the race is now a toss-up because the incumbent dropped out. So that's right. one to watch for sure. Absolutely. So, you know, we had lots of folks writing in, talking about this episode. Um Look, people were really excited to see her running. People had questions, I think, about why we were highlighting the fact that she would be the first Muslim-American woman to be in Congress. Um, one exchange that I thought in particular was worth highlighting, um, somebody said, headline needs to be changed to American woman. So the headline, to be clear here, was uh, meet Farouz Saad, the first, who could be the first Muslim-American woman to uh, serve in Congress. Right. So people responded and said, do any headlines read, quote, Christian woman running for Congress, end quote? Try seeing her as a person first. And there was a whole conversation here between a few different folks saying, you know, well, Christian is assumed. It's, you know, it's a big deal to have a Muslim in Congress, especially a Muslim woman. And those facts should be pointed out and celebrated, which I think that's what we were trying to do here to say, hey, like our Congress is not representative right now. So this is why it's significant. And I take the point that you want to see people as people first. I think we are all working towards that goal. I'd like to think we're all collectively working towards that goal. But the reality is that we are not there yet. So it really matters to a lot of communities when they see themselves in places that they haven't been typically well represented to start to be represented. And that includes in places like entertainment and in the news and in Congress and elected office and all these places in private corporations at high levels, all these places where people who have traditionally been part of minority communities in America, when you get there for the first time, someone who looks like you and maybe had a similar life experience to you and whose name sounds like someone in your family or someone you love and care about, that is a really big deal. And that's not something that just people in that community can celebrate. That's something we can all celebrate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out, go back and listen to the episode with Feirouz Saad. Um, and she, you know, that's her whole reason for, for running. She wants a seat at the table and she wants to see people like her uh, having these conversations and making legislation. Uh, moving on to next week. Next week, North Korea. If you have any questions, you are going to want to listen to this. And I'm this. sure you guys have questions. <laughs> Here's the thing. In the flurry of all the headlines, and we've been keeping up, you know, as much as we can with the president's tweets and the latest threats coming from Kim Jong-un, if you're having trouble figuring out how we got here in the first place, you've got to listen to this conversation. This is with a man named Blaine Harden. Alyssa, what do we know about him? So Blaine Harden was a former Washington Post East Asia bureau chief. He spent time, he's actually been to North Korea. He spent a lot of time studying and is pretty much considered to be an expert on what happened there. Why is there so much tension? And, you know, what are we going to do moving forward? And he writes, uh, he's written now three, I believe, books 
based on his experience there and his context there, he's uncovered some incredible narratives about not just North Korean history, but America's involvement in North Korea. Right. And his newest book is King of Spies, Mm -hmm. The Dark Reign of of an American Spymaster in Korea. So we had a very long chat, but a fascinating conversation for me because I finally got to ask some of those questions I think a lot of people are asking, which is, how bad is it? How worried should we be based on what you know and the people you talk to? And would we have ended up here regardless of who was the American president right now? Absolutely. And, you know, we talked a lot about the inevitability of it all, right? That's what that's the point that you brought up. And I think that Blaine's response probably wasn't ideal and wasn't super comforting and what we all wanted to hear. But he has some really great insight to share about how we, we can possibly move forward from here. So let's take a listen to Blaine here. Are you genuinely concerned about the possibility of us going to war? I'm more concerned than I was before. Um, But then, you know, it's the Kim family that's pushing the nukes and the long-range missiles. That's not the the fault of Donald Trump, you know. Um, They are setting up what could be, you know, a global catastrophe. If you try to take out the missiles, try to take out the the weapons, there's a chance, and it's hard to know how high that chance is, that they will perceive an existential threat and kill many hundreds of thousands of people in, in Seoul and in Tokyo. Or, uh, the chances of them hitting the United States now with their, with their missiles are relatively low. I mean, they have a few at maybe the moment, at right? the moment. But as time goes by, they'll have more. So that is Blaine Harden coming up on the next episode of Uncomfortable. Make sure to leave us a review, a rating on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn app, uh, Google Play Music, Spotify. Find us anywhere you get your podcasts and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Uncomfortable. Each of our episodes is now available on the TuneIn app. TuneIn is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Download it for free today and listen to the latest episodes of Uncomfortable five days before they're released. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and at abcnews.com. And if you like what we're doing, take a minute, leave us a rating and a quick review. It helps others to find these conversations, and we really just want to hear what you think. Plus, we have made it easy. Just click on the link in the description of this episode. And if you have an idea for a show topic or a guest, leave it in the reviews. Or you can tweet at me, at Navazistan. That's N-A-W-A-Z-I-S-T-A-N. Or use our hashtag, UncomfortableTalk. Uncomfortable is a product of ABC News. New episodes post every two weeks on Tuesday mornings. And don't forget, episodes are released five days early on the TuneIn app. I'm Amna Navaz. Thanks for listening.